Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 511 2021 edition of Peaceful Globalist Review. I'm your host, the Peaceful Globalist, Ephraim Josine. And ladies and gentlemen, we have a new crisis. Finally, four months in office, or almost four months now, we finally have something Republicans can use against Joe Biden that might make sense. Let's see how much it makes sense. There are gas shortages all across the country. Videos popping up of people just unable to get gasoline now. And the reason is because a pipeline ran by Connell, which, side note, I'm probably pronouncing wrong, but I don't care, was hacked by a group called Darkside. So, Essentially, this was a private company being hacked, and somehow that's Joe Biden's fault, according to Republicans. Now, I, was it Donald Trump's fault when Equifax was hacked? That doesn't make any sense. It should also be noted that even if this was Biden's fault, the pipeline being shut down is not what's causing the gas shortages. It was primarily consumer demand skyrocketing as a result of the ensuing panic, people attempting to stack up that caused it. Which, again, that's not Joe Biden's fault, that's just people being people. That's just people being paranoid. That happens sometimes. Now, with that said, it would be dishonest for me to end this monologue here and simply say there's no more gas controversy regarding Joe Biden. Because since he has taken office, gas prices have risen. Quite a bit in some locations. And again, you can find videos all over Twitter of people complaining. However, that brings us to another question, and that is, is that Joe Biden's fault? And the answer to that is... Not entirely no, but also nowhere near yes, if that makes any sense. Back in March, Forbes compiled a list of the four main reasons why gas prices have been rising. And yes, it is true that among them is Biden and Harris taking office and discussing alternative forms of energy. However, punishment from other OPEC nations and for that matter, the loosening of COVID-19 restrictions, which party keeps advocating for that again? And just the general seasonal change, gas prices tend to change with season as consumers want more gas during the summer as opposed to during the winter, therefore have had just as much, if not bigger, impacts alone than Biden and Harris taking office. So essentially, this is not the fault of the Joe Biden administration, and anyone claiming otherwise is ridiculous. This is something we talked about yesterday, by the way. You guys do know that Joe Biden doesn't have a magic make the economy good button, right? I know for the past four years, we had a president who acted like he could just pull a lever and create a million jobs a month and hit a button and then all of a sudden gas prices go down. But sorry, that's just not how things work. And Biden saying otherwise that he can't affect these things as much as he would like is the truth. He can't. Sorry, he just can't. I also want to take a moment and really discuss the fact that there are people who believe this somehow doesn't vindicate Joe Biden's energy policy. 
So let's review. Because a company's mainframe was hacked, a pipeline was shut off. Now, who canceled the Keystone pipeline exactly? Oh yeah, that was Joe Biden. First day in office, in fact. For that matter, let's also take a minute and talk about things that can't be hacked, or at the very least, things that don't need to be transported through apparently hackable pipelines. Like renewable energy. And in fact, that's what Joe Biden's energy secretary was saying in response to this. Seriously, here's a clip of Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary for Joe Biden, talking about this. Now, by the way, this was posted by Newsbusters, who I think thought this made Granholm look bad and not make Joe Biden look like a psychic. Obviously, we have the acute issues with the Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack, but looking more holistically in a macro view, how does this speed up the efforts at DOE to move in more of a renewable direction since this is going to have an impact on people at the pump? Yeah, I mean, we obviously are all in on making sure that we meet the president's goals of getting to 100% clean electricity by 2035 and uh, net zero carbon emissions by 2050. And, um, you know, if you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you, clearly. Um, but it's just, it's another, it, it's, I, I don't want to, this company um, is acting in a responsible way. Uh, they took their pipeline down so that the ransomware would not spread. And so up to this point, they have, they're carefully reviewing so that they're doing this in a responsible way. Uh, the broader issue is a very important issue. It's an issue for the president's uh, priority in the American Jobs Plan, the issue of investing in a transmission grid, for example, so that you don't have the cyber issues associated with it. So there's a lot of broader questions in this. Um, and we hope that we'll be able to see that investment in infrastructure that will facilitate clean and renewable energy. Exactly. That's what they need to be saying. That's what Biden and Kerry and Granholm and Regan all need to be saying right now. They need to be saying this happened because we're so reliant on fossil fuels. Be that's why this was a crisis in the first place. You don't need a pipeline to transport renewable energy now, do you? Though, okay, you technically you do. Technically you do. But you know what I mean. <laughs> you guys know what I mean. And as she says there, if you have an electric car, this wouldn't be an issue. If we had multiple sources of energy in this country, then yeah, one could be cut off temporarily, and it would be an issue, don't get me wrong. It's more than likely going to be solved later this week. But at the same time, the same time, we need to completely get rid of our reliance on fossil fuels and of gasoline and of all of that and Joe Biden, the perfect reason to do so is staring us right in the face. That's what this is. That is what we are seeing. It is staring us in the face. And Joe Biden should be out there screaming about it from the rooftops because of how it absolutely confirms what he was saying about energy during the 2020 campaign. Now, will he do that? I don't know yet. I hope he does. 
I hope we can cut our reliance on fossil fuels and actually address climate change. I don't know if we can or not, though. I really don't. Um, here's hoping. That's all I'm going to say. Here's hoping. And now it's time for dumbest thing I've ever heard. The bronze goes to Caitlyn Jenner, who said in a recent interview with CNN that she does not believe the election was stolen, the 2020 election was stolen from Donald Trump, and that she believes Joe Biden is a legitimate president of the United States. That's not why she's on this list, by the way. She's on this list because she's still under the false impression that someone somewhere wants her to be governor of California, and she is going to be on this list as often as possible until she gets rid of that delusion. The Trump supporters don't like her because of this, although they didn't like her from the start because she's transgender, just so you guys know. Just want to make that clear. And the majority of California still believes that Gavin Newsom is a good governor and will likely vote not to recall him. So what exactly does Caitlyn Jenner get out of this? I guess besides a little bit more publicity, well, shame on me then. The runner-up is Mike Cernovich, who tweeted today, Irony of the news rating tank is that there is far more news under Biden than Trump. Rockets going off in Israel, disastrous job report, literal gas shortages, not metaphorical gas shortages, literal gas shortages. All of this would ordinarily be ratings gold, but they've chosen propaganda over truth-telling. Okay, let's go down the list, why don't we? Yes, it is true that rockets are going off in Israel right now. And, yeah, and is that Biden's fault anyway? Is that what you're implying? Because Hamas and Israel have had their little back and forth with rockets for years now. They had their back and forth under Trump and under Obama. Because the only reason Hamas really exists is to attack Israel. Uh, the jobs report was not disastrous. People just had higher expectations than Biden could actually deliver. And the literal gas shortages are the result of things Joe Biden had no control over, as I covered in the monologue. But the winner is Candace Owens, who tweeted this on the 7th. This is a little bit older than I normally like, but I feel like I had to read it to you guys. I'm glad people are finally being encouraged to speak out about vaccination reactions. T technically speaking, a vaccination doing anything is a vaccination reaction. I know three young women who received the Pfizer vaccine and have not had a regular menstrual cycle since then. No official scientific explanation from their doctors, and they are worried. Well, you know what? That could be the result of a variety of factors. Are you sure any of them aren't pregnant, or underweight, or overweight for that matter? Or just had an early menstrual cycle, or a late menstrual cycle for that matter, because that just happens sometimes? I mean... Three women having irregularity for... How long ago was this, by the way? Was it a month ago? Two months ago? You didn't actually give us a time frame. I just realized that. I just realized that. I was going to do this thing where I said... Oh, and I mean, I understand that if it's been three months and they haven't had a regular menstrual cycle, that is kind of weird. 
But no, she didn't even say three months. She didn't even say any amount of time. How long ago did this happen? Oh, oh, and by the way, the Moderna vaccine leading to heavy menstrual cycles has been widely reported. Now, mind you, she said this was the Pfizer one, so I have no idea um, if that has similar results. Although, again, all of these vaccines seem to be specifically having worse effects on women than on men, so that is very possible. The point is, though... What? I, I don't even know where to go with this. Candace Owens, you might have actually said the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Not this, this isn't even the gimmick anymore. That might actually be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> anyway, now it's time for a little game I've been doing in my free time every now and again. I think I'm going to bring to the show, and it's... I read totally normal things said by Alex Jones. Today's edition of Totally Normal Things Said by Alex Jones is brought to you by the May 11th edition of The Alex Jones Show. Here is him talking about Anthony Fauci and Bill Gates, two of his favorite targets in a way only Alex Jones can. The dominoes start falling. You're going to have the Nuremberg trials. So you're going to have an international court decide if someone is guilty of war crimes or not? Sounds like globalism. I mean, there's going to be people getting hung. Okay, then. That, by the way, is very noticeable for not being what the Nuremberg trials were. Just a little side note. Because that's what happens when you launch a bio-attack. Uh, uh, okay then, okay. No, there's no historical precedent for that. So bio-attacks equal Nuremberg trials, which equal getting hung. Okay, also, wouldn't it be hanged in this context, not hung? But that's a different topic. Is you get marched up. There, and they pull a switch, and the trap door opens up, and you fall about two feet, and that's what happens. I mean, so, biological weapons, is this a tree diagram? I don't get it. Biological weapons, okay, I know what those are, equal Nuremberg, which equal getting hanged, which equal... Trapdoors. Does Alex Jones know what a hanging is, for that matter? There seem to be a lot of things Alex Jones doesn't know. And your leg starts kicking. You take a dump down the side of your leg. Uh, technically speaking, the dump would, no matter where you are, no matter what your legs are doing, come out of your anus. Because that's where shit comes out. Unless you're Alex Jones and it comes out of your mouth. I don't like death. I don't like killing people. <laughs> you don't like... You were talking about eating your neighbor's ass a year ago, Alex. We all remember. I don't like killing people. I do like eating them on occasion, though. Especially with some fava beans and a nice chiate.
The point is, Alex Jones is willing to kill. I don't like starting a fight with these murderers, but they started a fight with us. And I'm just telling you, like I said the first hour, that if we don't want any violence against Fauci or Bill Gates or the New World Order from vigilantes, we want to take our government and our country back. And we want to have them indicted with all the evidence. And we want to see them on Nuremberg, too. Um, so here's my question, Alex. Would Nuremberg actually have to... Would Nuremberg, too, I should say. Uh, <laughs> because... Apparently, all good thrillers need a sequel. Would that actually also take place in Nuremberg, Germany? Where the Nuremberg Trials took place? Same place Hitler signed the Nuremberg Laws, might I add. Again, Nuremberg in Germany. Because if so, it's very weird for a trial for two U.S. citizens to be held in Germany. Unless the globalists are getting involved, that is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just cannot get over this. And that's what last weekend I had. The weekend before, last I had Don Dr. Francis Boyle on. And he laid it all out as well. That the punishment for what they have done is death. I don't like killing people. And so, I don't say that to be dramatic. I don't say that to stick my head in the mouth of a lion. These guys are hyenas. But still, they can bite. I do it because I will not be a coward. You hear that? I'm not a coward. God, that Alex Jones voice actually does hurt my throat after a while. Anyway, my throat is officially shot slightly because I did the Alex Jones voice, so I think this is a good place to end. I am Ephraim, and good night.